Hi everyone and welcome to the Active Dog podcast. I'm Emily from online Active Dog retail store Canine Trail Time and you're listening to episode four of the Active Dog podcast Canny Cross and Park Run. Now the reason that I have felt compelled to do an episode on Park Run is because there have been recent changes made to Park Run's policy on running with dogs that has completely upset the Canny Cross community and I for one can see why. Basically I just want to do a quick run through of Park Run and how it has related to Canny Cross in the past. So when I first started Canny Crossing you could actually just run with your dogs at Park Run. There were no real restrictions so you could run with more than one dog, there were no restrictions on kit because Park Run has always historically been a very inclusive event on a Saturday morning, nine o'clock around local, usually public parks, but sometimes they do have permission um, on private land to, to run the events. They're 5K, they're timed, and if you take along your barcode, you get a time at the end of it and they put you in a uh, agenda and an age position and it's quite good for monitoring your progress. It's always been considered not to be a race. So when people have sort of started competing through Park Run, it, it sort of flies against the face of what it was actually intended for, because Park Run has always been intended as a very inclusive and social, fun, free event on a Saturday morning. So originally it started out, like I mentioned, with you being able to take any number of dogs along. There were no restrictions on kit. You could run your dog however you wanted to. And it sort of started to get more popular with canny crossers. On the whole, we were always asked to start at the side or at the back of um, uh, the start because the, as the as the park run got more popular, there were more people, and so they asked us to to step to one side as a as a canny cross runner, and they even. Uh, marked us as assisted for the timing so that people who were trying to achieve um, personal records didn't get too upset by the fact that we were perhaps assisted by our dogs. So from there, I think a lot of people became aware of people running with dogs at their events. A few people complained, um, mostly it was the competitive people who complained, to be honest, uh, because I think they felt that it was unfair um, that the park runners with their dogs were assisted, which was why the assisted category came in. Um, but it also meant that uh, run directors, event directors had to find ways to incorporate dogs into their park run. And this meant, you know, starting at the back. Some of the more forward thinking ones started at the front because obviously you get your dogs out of the way first. That's much better for everyone. The majority of them will start at the back. So us canny crossers um, went along with whatever the park run director for that particular event said some park runs started to ban dogs because they felt that they weren't safe in the situation that they had that particular setup on some of the more narrow paths if they had a lot of people and so there are sites which were set up so that you could check whether they were dog friendly park runs or not 
it then sort of developed into they didn't want people running with more than one dog because they felt it was unsafe and it would potentially cause accidents so every single park run across the country um, in the uk was then not allowed um, to have any runners with more than one dog so that was a bit of a blow to some of us who ran with two dogs and i have to say it was one of the factors that stopped me from going to my local park run because at the time I was running mainly with two dogs and I was like well what am I going to do with the other dog while I'm running one um and and then I would have to just go around again or it just wasn't worth it for me when when they decided that it would only be one dog they also um advocated that you needed to have a short line and by short line they indicated no longer than 1.2 meters. And that was how the park run line that you see today on all the Canny Cross retail uh, stores came about. It was because park run stipulated that they wanted uh, a line that was no more than 1.2 meters. And so we all changed our lines. We all got shorter lines if we wanted to do park run or the majority of us did. Um, and we again followed on with what the park run directive wanted us to do. It seems that in spite of the fact that, um, you know, it's cut down to one dog now and we're to run them on really short lines, that there are still people who have complained about people running with dogs at park run. And there are still people who have uh, managed to, to get involved in an incident. Um, park run have recently announced that they're making changes to what they allow in terms of running with dogs. And it's this that's really brought me to doing this podcast today because the implications of what they are now saying is, is going to be their blanket policy means that essentially you won't be able to canny cross at park runs anymore. And that is because they have um, banned the use of waste belts. So what they have asked for now in their ruling is that you run with your dog on a handheld lead. They haven't specified whether it's attached to collar or harness, so you can still run your dog in a harness. They haven't specified that it be a bungee lead or a, a fixed lead, so you could still run with a bungee lead, but it has to be in your hand and it has to be, um, you have to be within arm's length of your dog. And for many people, that's just going to be impractical because, you know, if you've trained a dog to canny cross, they are not going to want to run at your side, which is essentially what Park Run are requesting now is that your dog runs at your side. There are also a few issues with this in terms of the actual setup of that, because if you think about having a lead in your hand, you're very much out of balance because all the control is coming from one side, the side that you're holding the lead. If you've got a belt on, you've got the whole of your center of gravity to, to act as a control for your dog. So you're going to be much more balanced. Your dog's going to be much more balanced. And if you are a trained canny crosser, which most of us who have done park run are, then your dog is going to be in the middle in front of you and not causing any problems going off to the side. So it's going to be very balanced. It's going to be very controlled. And the other problem with um, having just a handheld lead is that if something happens and you end up dropping that lead, then you've lost your dog. You've got a loose dog in amongst 
hundreds potentially of park runners. So actually having your dog attached to your waist belt is a much more sensible idea than having it just in your hand. And I created a graphic last week on the back of all um, these changes to indicate to people that actually it's, it's really not a good idea to be running with a handheld lead in your dog unless you have got a dog who runs to heel and you've trained your dog to run to heel, which is something that you could potentially do if you haven't done it already. And it's it's not you know outside the realms of possibility to be able to do this with a dog who you've already trained to canny cross because dogs are very intelligent creatures, they're very smart and um, they will pick up on a difference in your training if you decide to take it down that route. However, the fact that park run now seem to be advocating this as a way of running with your dog really bothers me personally because i have spent the whole time that i have run my business so 10 years now trying to educate people about why running your dog with a harness with a bungee lead on a waist belt is so much safer and prevents injury than running with a handheld lead and this just sort of blows all of that out of the water when you've got an organization as big and as influential as Parkrun is now saying actually we want you to come to our events and run with your dogs and a handheld lead running next to you because that's not what Canny Cross is about and I've seen a lot of people who have commented saying well you know it should be about that that's that's dogs under control and and parkrun have got every right to insist on that and they do it's it's their events and it's their responsibility to make sure that everybody gets around that parkrun course safely so if that's what they've decided to say are their rules then really there's not a lot that the canny cross community can do about that however i feel really sad and really i'm really bothered by the fact that there are going to be people out there who who see this and think well this is the way to run with your dog because actually there's a much better way to run with your dog and that's with a waist belt a bungee lead and a harness so having something like that out there being put out there in the public is is almost it feels to me like a massive backward step from where we were going with promoting the sport of canny cross in the country and you know, as much as Park Run isn't designed for canny crossers, it has always welcomed canny crossers. In the 13 years that I've been running with my dogs, it's always been a really inclusive place for for people to run with their dogs. With a lot of the um, a lot of the event volunteers and directors themselves actually canny crossers. So I feel this is just a big blow to everybody who's worked so hard to include canny cross in the Park Run community. And I know from what I have seen on all the social media that's been going around on it, and there has been a lot on social media, there's a lot of people who are very upset. There are a lot of people who are angry um, and a lot of people who are really disappointed. And I would say that I, I fall into the disappointed category because it doesn't upset me. I've got other avenues for, for canny crossing my dogs. And like I say, since, since they... Um, cut the number of dogs that you could run with down to one I haven't actually participated in as many park runs as I did prior to that so I'm not upset about that decision I'm not angry about that decision because I feel that you know it is their it's their event it's their rules they can make 
whatever they want to as their rules. However, I am really disappointed that uh, an organisation like Parkrun would would put out there something which basically suggests that it's a good idea to run with your dog next to you with a handheld lead. And that's what we have been trying to campaign against because, you know, people don't choose the right equipment. They often run dogs on collars and then you get dogs with neck injuries. You can even get dogs with eye injuries if they've got a lot of pressure on their neck from having something um, pulling on their neck all the time. You also don't necessarily have as much control because you're holding that lead so you don't have your hands free. And like I say, the, the risk to injury for both the human and the dog, I think, is increased by having that kind of setup without the proper equipment. So it's just been really disappointing to me. And I can understand why some of my friends are angry and I can understand why some of my friends are upset. And I've been personally asked by a number of people to to campaign against this decision, which I won't be doing because, like I said, it's it's park run, have got their own rules and they're entitled to do what they want with that. But I did have to make it clear that I'm I'm disappointed with that decision. And the reason for that is because I don't think it's a safe decision and I don't think it's a very good um, I don't think it's a very good way to be advocating running with dogs. So that's my position on it um and people are people are so upset about this because park run has been such a big part of their canny cross journey with their dogs for so long and i know people who who perhaps only ever take their dog to park run and don't take part in canny cross races and that's because they've always enjoyed the friendly and welcoming atmosphere that they found at their local park run it's also for people that don't have the time or or the resources to travel for long distances to races. At least they can get out and, and be sociable and experience that sort of group run atmosphere at their local park run. It's always been, like I said, inclusive and it gives you the chance to, to mix with a variety of different people in the running community. And you know, I know families that go to park runs and they, they run with all different generations um, because some people run with dogs, some people don't, but they can all go to the same place and all take part in the same run and and get their, their token, get their placing at the end. So it is going to be very disappointing for a huge number of people that they can no longer do that essentially unless they are willing to train their dog to run by their side and potentially increase their risk of injury for themselves and their dog, in my opinion, um, by by meeting up with the new, sorry, meeting the new rules that Parkrun have brought out. So I think from my point of view, the future now is that Parkrun have albeit sort of through a blog rather than publicly on any social media channels, but through a blog, they have now indicated that that is the change that's going to be made from April the 2nd. And I don't think they're going to back down on that. So I think the point now is to try and be constructive moving forward. And if that means the Canning Cross community are going to have to work twice as hard to educate people about safe running with dogs, then I think that is what we're going to do. And um, I think 
there are people who are already putting the wheels in motion for an alternative for people called Bark Run. And at the moment, that's currently looking to take place at some of the park run sites where it's accessible and viable to do so um, at 8 a.m. in the morning on a Saturday around the same course as the park run, run would, but not interfering with uh, the setting up of the park runs that are going to be taking place. And obviously with the um, agreement and cooperation of the park run uh, directors who are already at that venue. So that's something to look out for if you are disappointed about the new changes to Park Run. That looks like it's it's sort of gathering momentum and we'll just have to see how that goes. Hopefully that won't be in conflict with anything that Park Run are doing and it does seem to be being welcomed by a lot of um, the Park Run volunteers and people who have been involved who are also disappointed themselves that Parkrun have made this blanket decision about changing the rules on on what equipment can be used. So that's something to look forward to and look out for in the future. And what I will say is that I have always said to people that Parkrun isn't necessarily the best place for canny crossers. It can be quite stressful for anyone who doesn't have full control over their dog. And it can also be quite stressful for people who aren't prepared to sort of move out of the way of some of the other park runners. Because I've been in situations where people have actually kicked my dog out of the way in a park run. Um, because there are some people who are hostile towards people running dogs um, in a in what is essentially a human run. And you will get some people who are scared of dogs. And so there has been that situation where people, you know, are scared to be passed or scared to pass. And it's been slightly uncomfortable. So I have said to people um, who are starting out, you know, it's not necessarily the best place for people to canny cross with dogs unless, you know, you've got really good control over your dog. And unless you're happy to deal with the fact that you are um, just a part of that uh cog you know you're just one cog in that in that park run machine so don't expect the park run to make changes for you basically and i think that's been a running thread over the years where they've made the different changes is that you know people have complained about them but essentially park run isn't there for canny crossers park run is there to serve the entire community but on the flip side of that, the entire community does include canny crossers. So it is it is a sad day. It's um, it's something that a lot of people have been quite upset about. And it's it's actually been quite emotional reading people's posts over the weekend about attending Park Run where they felt they might be unwelcome now and they felt uncomfortable going because of the changes in the rules. They felt that people didn't want them there, which is against everything that Park Run has always said they wanted to be. So I hope that that has given them an indication of, of how much Park Run meant to the Canny Cross community and how disappointed everybody is about these changes, in spite of the fact that it probably won't change anything about their decision and it won't change the way that Park Runs are run in the future. But um, like I say, there there is Bark Run coming and hopefully that's going to, to get up and running in a really positive way for people. So I'd encourage anyone to, 
to have if they're if you're really disappointed about these decisions to have a look at that and also there are many many other ways that you can go out and be sociable with your dog other than a, a park run so hopefully um it's not the end of of um everything for for canny crossers who have been at park runs before but i do know that it does feel like the end of an era for a lot of us who have have always attended park run and felt welcome for the most part because this this new uh this new ruling about the equipment indirectly basically bans county crosses from park run and as much as you can say it doesn't stop you taking your dog it it will stop a lot of people taking their dog to park runs because as a you know a conscientious canny crosser we wouldn't want to be taking part in something without the proper equipment and without the proper you know safety surrounding the control that that equipment gives you so it it does mean the end of an era for for many of us which is pretty sad and that's why i just wanted to put this podcast out there today um and say how i'm feeling about it and and address the issues that have been talked about on social media i know this will probably go on for a little while now because obviously the changes don't come into place until the 2nd of april but if you've got any thoughts on it then you know please do join join the debate um well not join the debate because there's actually nothing really to debate now but you know, please do continue to, to help educate people about the right way to run with dogs, because I think that's my biggest fear is now that this has, has been um, advocated by Park Run, that people will think that this is a great way to run dogs and it's really not. Um, so I, I think for, from my point of view, I definitely feel disappointed, definitely feel sad um, about the impact that it's had on on some of my friends and the way they feel about it and you know all i can say is we need to not look to the past look to the future and plan for great things to come because hopefully this debate and this um you know this accepting of of other people not necessarily understanding what we do will lead to more conversations and more education which is all we can really hope for so I hope you have enjoyed this episode. That is it for um, this one, episode four. Um, we'll be back soon with another episode on the Active Dog podcast. And until then, remember, active dogs are happy dogs. <laughs>